Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
I don't know if it will be our best show, but it might be one of our most important shows. Uh, lots of stuff to uh, talk about. And, um, you know, let's get right into it because, obviously, uh, you know, the big news is uh, everything that's gone on with Hulk Hogan. And uh, it's really, you know, it's interesting what's happened tonight. And, and maybe this is this has served to further motivate me to continue doing the show because i got to be honest with you, Dave. When, when the news of Hulk Hogan hit uh, and, and – you know, I, I got a, someone sent me a message that, you know, Hulk Hogan's been erased from WWE.com, um, you know, and as, as the story, uh, you know, developed over Friday, you know, there there's a big part of me. Look, I'm a wrestling fan because of Hulk Hogan, period. Um, that's the reason I'm still a wrestling fan. It's the reason why I've been a wrestling fan for 30-some-odd years. Um, I got into it, you know, I mean, Jimmy Snuka, uh, was the first guy, but the one that really hooked me was Hulk Hogan. And to be honest, I, I got out of wrestling for a while, and I told the story before. What got me back into wrestling was the formation of NWO uh, when Hogan turned. So lifelong Hulkamaniac. I've been fortunate enough to, to meet him. Uh, he's the only person in my life that uh, meeting him uh, instantly turned me back into a 10-year-old. Uh, as as the both of us today, seeing him at, at WrestleMania again, you know, thinking you'd never see him again, uh, again, a moment where I became 10 years old. Um, it, it was really, as, as a wrestling fan, and I know that there's, there's more important things in the world, and I get all that, and, and ultimately, you know, in my daily life, it, it doesn't affect me. But it, it was like a punch in the gut as far as being a wrestling fan. Um, and I, I actually got to a point, like, where, like, over the course of the day, um, full disclosure, like I, I did not. I watched bits and pieces of SmackDown. I didn't watch um, ROH or Impact. They were on my DVR. I, I got to a point where I just didn't feel like watching wrestling. I didn't want to be a part of wrestling. I didn't want to know from wrestling. I even, and I even questioned the show. Like I didn't want to bother doing the show anymore. It just took everything out. And as I sit here in the Ken Reedy Show studios, I mean, I have a. Uh, a Hulk Hogan bandana sitting right next to me. I have the Icon versus Icon poster from WrestleMania 18. Uh, to my left, I have a picture with me and Hogan, as well as an autograph picture. And I have, like, on display Hulk Hogan's autograph, autobiography. I mean, it's, it's staring me in the face everywhere, just in the studios. And, uh, you know, the, the overview, I guess, and, and talking personally how it affected um, it, it really hit me hard as a wrestling fan. How about you, Dave? It was very disappointing. I didn't want to believe it. Um, but unfortunately, in the past seven or eight years or so, Hulk Hogan has um, gone through some, some bit of some rough times, uh, personally. And it's, and it's come out in front of, you know, the media and, every, and, and everywhere else. Um, yeah, I was very disappointed. Uh, when I heard the news um, that these comments were made by him, and uh, I, I've all—I mean, I, I started watching wrestling when I was three years old. I'm 32, and uh, as far as I can remember, Hulk Hogan was the reason why I got into watching wrestling, and he um, was the first superhero that I ever looked up to, and I modeled what a hero should have been moving forward in life based on some of the things I learned as a child growing up watching Hulk Hogan. So it was, I wouldn't say it was defeating, but I felt, I, I just was really disappointed that the comments were made and that the actions were taken to 
kind of remove him and and everything that spiraled after that that's going on to this day. Um, it's it's been disappointing to hear, and you know I'll get into it later um, as as we you know go in length about this topic. But yeah, I disappointed would probably be the word that describes my feelings on how this all uh, transpired. Yeah, I, and I hear you, man. And, and I, you know, it, it's difficult to, when you have a guy like that who is, you know, you, you look at as a, a hero. Um, you, you know, you look at someone as, as you looked up to. And, and look, like, we get older, I get it. Like, he's human. They're, you know, our heroes are human. Um, and But it, it's definitely something difficult to, to hear. And, and you know, like Hulk Hogan over, like you said, his personal life has been, uh, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, tabloid fodder for for quite some time um and and we all know when he made these comments he was he was in a pretty dark place uh and what's what's disappointing you know it, it's like twofold for me it's it's disappointing to know that that hogan you know said something like that and at the same time it's it's you know disappointing um that you know i looked at a hulk hogan as a guy that you know turned a corner so to speak a guy that um you know moved past that, a guy who came back to the WWE and, and, you know, came home. And that was, you know, I think all of us as wrestling fans were able, you know, were hoping that the dark days for Hulk Hogan were behind him and uh, that, you know, he was, you know, he was going to be with the WWE for the rest of his life. The Hogan legacy uh, is, um, you know, safe and, and, you know, it was just always right with the world. And, and to have it all come crashing down like this um, is a huge disappointment, too. You know, when we we talk about this, and, and look, we're going to talk about this openly and honestly. We really want you guys to call in tonight, 347-838-9815. Give us your take on, on the Hogan situation. You know, what you think of Hogan, what you think of, of, of what's going on. And look, we're going to talk. I mean, there, there's a there's a lot going on in this country right now especially surrounding racism. On some levels, it does seem like there's, there's a racism witch hunt going on in this country. But I want us to be able to, for the hell of it, you know, it's going to come up. How about instead of all the crap that we hear on the news and, and people like, well, how about we have like an educated conversation on racism tonight? How about that? If it comes up, let's all be respectful. Let's respect each other's opinions. Um, but let's, let's, you know, let's talk about it. it it's, out, it's like the 800-pound gorilla in the room that, uh, you know, we, we, we don't want to really talk about it in an educated fashion. We want to we wanna, uh, get on a soapbox or, or posture and, and such. And uh, I, I think there's a lot to discuss here, and I think it's important that we all uh, be respectful, uh, respect each other's opinions, and, and let's move forward with this. And as we dissect the whole Hulk Hogan thing, I, I, to me there's, there's a lot of – there's so many things going on. And for me, like I dissected it, into like, you know, three major points. It, it's what he did, how he was caught, and then the response. And, and those are like the three factors that I think are really, you know, the crux of everything going on with Hulk Hogan. And, and first and foremost, like you said, Dave, very disappointing to hear those words come out of uh, Hulk Hogan's mouth. Um, when I look at, you know, the words that he said, again, you know, We've all probably said things in our lives that that are questionable. We've all probably said things in our lives that uh behind closed doors that we wouldn't want to see the light of day. 
we're all going to be honest with ourselves. You know, there's, we all have things we've said that we're not proud of. Um, it's, it's not, again, it's not good for you, for anyone to see their hero, uh, using this sort of language. Um, you know, and, and when he says it, you know, and he says things like, I, I guess we're all a little bit racist and, you know, it, it's, it's a weird kind of thing to take when, you know, he uses, you know, he, he drops the N-word a number of times. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's racist or that he was just being crass or in a in a bitter mood at that point. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to say because he necessarily that he used the word that I'm going to label him a racist. He used a racist term, obviously. Um, and, you know, it's King Firehawk was a guy who brought up a good point to me, and we were talking about another confirmed Hulkamaniac, and and he was saying, you know, was he is he a guy that was just he's a racist? He you know he doesn't like black people. Let's let's label him that that he's just a an out and out bigot, or was he a guy, sixty one year old man, his daughter was dating this guy, and he was just flippantly using this word? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know which, which it is. I mean, I, I don't know the guy. I, I, you know, I haven't hung out with Hulk Hogan, you know, so I don't know. Um, but I, I think it's something that you got to entertain the notion that, like, maybe it was just a vicious mistake, and this is not necessarily who Hulk Hogan is. But then again, maybe it is. And it's, you know, I look at, like, what he did, and my biggest issue with this, and, and it's such a, you know, it's so horrible for, for someone like him who, who's a legend and, and for this to happen, again, in a dark place. He was being recorded illegally. Didn't know he was on tape. And like I said, Dave, you know, I don't know about you, but I know there's a lot of things in my life I've said behind closed doors that I would not want to see the light of day, whether you're in a bad place, whether you're depressed, whether you say it out of anger. And, you know, it's being caught like this, it's, you know, that whole thing with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife and, and everything that played out, you know. I mean, you know what, Dave? If you have a best friend that decides they're going to loan their wife out to you for a night, just say no. Well, aside from that last, you know, comment you made about Bubba Love Sponge, and I'll get into him, I, I want to let it be clear to our listeners, to you, and to anybody that, that, that can hear my voice, I'm not dismissing what he said. I said at the top of the show, it's very disappointing to hear what he had to say. I think what he said was wrong. Do I believe that he's a racist? I lean towards no. And the reason why I say that is because I think he said this was obviously a period of time that was documented in his life where he was not making the greatest choices as, as an adult. He had the, the act, the car accident with his son that crippled the kid, the divorce with his wife. Um, the, he, obviously, there's stuff going. There was stuff going on at that time with his daughter. He made a poor choice to have sex with his best friend's wife. Whatever kind of sick fetish that they had going on, he he got himself involved in it. He was not making the best life choices, and I I truly believe in my heart that he made a mistake in what he said. I'm, I can be perfectly honest with you. I've said things behind closed doors that I don't want anybody to know about that I'm ashamed of. Um, and, I, and like you said, you you have yourself. People say things sometimes that they don't mean or that they say things under duress or stress. They're not thinking rationally. They're not thinking 
with the right frame of mind. And I think that that's where these comments were made. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, you brought up the point about being videotaped illegally. Let me be honest with you here. I don't know the man Hulk Hogan either, but do you really think that he would have said said these things knowing that he was having sex on videotape and the, and the tape was still rolling? I mean, I, 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 I don't think he would have been that dumb to put himself in, in that position. But then again, like I said earlier, he was not making the best life choices. And I think um, what really proves this to me even further is the outpouring support that he's been getting, not only from the wrestling community and his fellow colleagues that he's worked with over the years, but even from just regular people out there, fans, even some celebrities. I mean, George Foreman, Dennis Rodman, Shaquille O'Neal, other professional wrestlers he has worked with, other African-American wrestlers. He has worked with Kamala, Virgil. They all believe that this was – this was a, a mistake. They don't condone what he did. They don't condone his, his, his comments and his actions that were recorded, but they believe that he's not the person that that video, that that audio tape is, is portraying him to be. Um, with, that, with that being said, like the point you made earlier, there is a possibility he could be a racist, that he hid this for so long for such a long period of time that he did it, he hit it so well that it just slipped out. Okay. And, and, and now we know the true colors of Harry Bolea, Hulk Hogan. It's very possible that that's the case too. Okay. I don't want to compare situation to the Bill Cosby controversy. That's been, that's been popping up as of late because there are two different offenses there, but myself as, as, as an American and you too, Ken, and people who have, watched Bill Cosby over the years on our television sets, we all looked at him as a squeaky clean, hilarious, red-blooded American that that entertained people and just came across as a good guy. And look what happened. He came out and admitted that he had taken advantage of women by drugging them and taking advantage of them sexually, okay? The point I'm trying to make here is that right now, personally, I do lean towards him not feeling that he's not a racist, but you really, truly never know because you and I don't know him. We're just reporting what's being put out there. We're just discussing what's being put out there. We may truly never know, but my gut feeling tells me, and this is not because I'm biased towards Hulk Hogan. I'm a fan of his. I grew up. He was my idol as a kid. I truly believe, especially with the outpouring support he has gotten from the wrestling community, that this was an honest mistake made in a time when his life was not in the, in, in the best of spirits. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a tough, it's really difficult, you know, to, to assess like where exactly it is. And, and the thing is, you know, it's a shame that in, in 2015, uh, it doesn't take much to erase uh, a legacy or to erase all the good that, that someone may have done. And let's not forget uh, you know, as far as the legacy of Hulk Hogan, um, aside from, you know, the, the accolades in the world of professional wrestling, you know, what he's done as far as championships and all that other great stuff, you know, he's another guy that did a lot of stuff for uh, for kids, a lot of stuff for, for Make-A-Wish. Um, you know, he was one of those, you know, he was a John Cena before John Cena as far as, uh, you know, dealing with the kids and, and, and things like that. So, I mean, you know, to, to get to a point right here where, 
you know, we're just going to, you know, this is going to be Hulk Hogan's legacy at this point. This is going to be what, what's representative of Hulk Hogan. Um, you know, it's a difficult pill to swallow. And, uh, you know, I'm right there with you. I mean, I tend to lean towards uh, not a racist, uh, but said a very bigoted thing, uh, used a very uh, controversial, offensive word. Um, but, again, how he was caught, you know, it, it's, it, he doesn't know he's being recorded. Um, you know, we, we, we keep saying it time and time again. And I do think that we've reached a point in, in our country where it's interesting that, that I feel like there are a lot of people, you know, the people who might be negative towards Hogan right now, it's, you know, it's like they expect more out, out of celebrities than, than they would be heard themselves. You know, I bet anybody who's condemning Hulk Hogan has things that they've said behind closed doors uh, that they wouldn't want to see the light of day, as we all have. Um, you know, and, and there were times also where like, you could be saying things jokingly. You could have a certain relationship with someone where you, you use offensive terms towards each other, uh, but it's your relationship. It's your sense of humor with a certain friend. Um, you, you know, so I mean, it's, it's weird that, that there's this expectation of, you know, uh, like Hulk Hogan can't have the slip of the tongue behind closed doors, but the rest of us all, it's okay. And, you know, I, I think it's it's... It's, it's so hypocritical, and, and you know, like, like you said, they're totally different things. Let's not start lumping celebrities together. Let's, let's start, not start lumping, you know, falls from grace together. I mean, this is this is a much different topic than the Bill Cosby topic. Um, you know, both 80s icons, and I think that's why they kind of, you know, you hear people talking about the two of them together, but, you know, completely different things. I mean, this is something, you know, I mean, Bill Cosby is committing a crime, it seems multiple times. Uh, this is a, a slip of the tongue by, you know, dude, I mean, admittedly, you know, he's you know, borderline clinically depressed. Uh, he's, he has spoken about uh, being somewhat suicidal, uh, you know, just in a very, very bad place. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I, as, a, as a man, as someone who, uh, you know, not just someone that I idolize, but just as a, as a human being, uh, you know, I do feel bad for, for him in a sense that, you know, that dark place that he was in, that perhaps he was in a place in his life where he thought he had gotten past all that, and now that comes back to haunt him again. And he's just, that period of his life is going to follow him now for the rest of his life. And uh, it, it's, you know, it's a, I, I hope he's able to get past it. I hope we... We have some healing down the road. Um, but it, it's amazing to how that period in his life just keeps rearing its ugly head. Uh, it's, it's very unfortunate. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say I'm Nostradam- Nostradamus and I, and, and I can see the future, but um, I was very surprised to, um, to hear recently, as, as, as recent as a couple of months ago, that um, – you know that that Hogan was going to go on trial regarding this sex tape, and he was still having an affiliation with WWE. I didn't obviously know that these comments that had been that had surfaced recently were going to come from this sex tape issue. He's he's they're in the middle of a trial right now, or they're going to be going to trial, I believe. Um, Hogan and his represent representation against the uh, the porn company who had possession of the tape. Um, 
and I'm sure now the attorneys are going to probably go after the other parties that have purchased the audio that have spread it like the Inquirer and, and like other tabloids like TMZ and stuff like that. But anyhow, I was very surprised that, like, you know, Hogan going to trial that I almost had a feeling like, well, maybe it would be best if WWE did disassociate with him while he was going on trial for this whole sex tape thing um, just for a little while. But, you know, I remember remember thinking that to myself when I was reading the story about how they were planning on going to trial at some point. But um, never in my wildest dreams did I think that this would happen. Um, But the other thing that, you know, you mentioned earlier um, that that had kind of – it, it bothered me too, but I understand some of the reasons why it took place was the um, the, the distancing themselves from him, um, but more more importantly, the the erasing his legacy in some ways, um, erasing his likeness. I mean, I get the reason why they erased, um, you know, they took all his merchandise off the website. I get why they pulled him from Tough Enough. I get why they fired him. He did something wrong. There's, I'm sure there's morals clauses in the, in the talent's contract with WWE. Um, and if, if you're not upfront about some things that may have occurred in the past, then they have the right to terminate your contract. I'm sure that Hogan had one of those clauses in his contract too. WWE did the right thing, in my opinion, by letting him go. I'm sure as the sunrise that in a year, maybe even two years down the road, once this thing blows over, once Hulk Hogan has redeemed himself in the public eyes, once he has gone to some kind of sensitivity training courses, um, that he will be back with WWE once that blows over. I, I, I truly believe that. They've given a lot of people second chances for, for doing worse things, okay? He, he, he's, uh, I, I, think, I think he'll be okay in the future. Right now, I think he's just got to ride this out. Um, I think he needs to stay. I think he needs to stay off of social media. He's been on social media a lot lately, um, with thanking people for the support and then you know popping up a few quotes. I think he just needs to just kind of lay low and not get himself in any more trouble. He just retweeted a quote um, that President Obama had had tweeted uh, recently that has kind of caused a little bit of a stir, almost him justifying. Um, it can it can be seen as him justifying the use of the N word, which is not good in his in his defense right now. Like I said, back off of social media if you're listening, Hulk Hogan. Um, but the erasing that's the big thing is that um, you know you tried to erase the guy's legacy, uh, erase his Hall of Fame biography um, on on the on the page, and uh, you know to to erase the accomplishments that he made. Um, that are totally irrelevant from the comments that were just recently released. Um, to me, I just think it was a little bit overboard. They went in too much damage control. And Ken, you and I spoke about this in private. The, 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 the list of people that are currently in the WWE Hall of Fame that have committed worse offenses. Mike Tyson got inducted in 2012. You and I were there that night. And he's a, he was a convicted rapist 15, 20 years prior. Okay. Um, it, it just, it, Sonny repeated offenses with drugs and alcohol and arrest and, 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 and things of that nature. And, you know, WWE is still associates her with the Hall of Fame. But I told you this earlier, and I'm going to make this point to our, our listeners. I truly believe one of the main reasons why they let go of him was because of the Donald Trump controversy recently. Donald Trump had, a, had the Apprentice show. He had the... Uh, the, the, the Miss Universe or whatever, all connected to NBC Universe. 
Donald Trump is, as we all know, talking about running for president. He made some controversial comments about Mexican people. NBC Universal has a television contract with WWE. They fired Trump for making comments that were that they felt were deemed racist. These comments that Hogan made can come across as very racist within the context of, 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 of the conversation. If WWE did not let him go, not only would it have been bad publicity for, for, for them to keep him, knowing that he made these comments, but they probably would have been thrown off the net, uh, NBC Universal Networks if they didn't take action. And I applaud them for getting in front of it and trying to do the right thing um, in, a, in a situation that I wouldn't say that they were blindsided by it, but um, I'm sure it, it caught them uh, it, it caught them by surprise just a little bit. What do you guys think of the WWE's response to the Hulk Hogan controversy? I'm going to get into my feelings on the WWE and how they responded to the Hulk Hogan controversy. We want to hear from you, 347-838-9815, and I'll give you my take on the other side of the break. But right now, it is time for the Day 5 50-50 News Report. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Day 5 50-50 News Report. Tonight's report is brought to you in part by 1640 PWPR. That's Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio Network. Your pro wrestling podcast buffet with tons of great shows to listen to. Subscribe to us for free on iTunes right now. Now with the hot topic of Hulk Hogan's racial comments taking over the news this week, I surely didn't forget about the other newsworthy stories in the world of wrestling. So let's get into it, shall we? Our first story. It seems as if Destination America has already turned sour on the Ring of Honor product, as the primetime 8 p.m. time slot on Wednesday evenings for the show has now been moved to 11 p.m., according to recent television listings for the network. Allegedly, Destination America is testing out other shows in the 8 p.m. time slot. No particular reason has been given as to why they have moved Ring of Honor, other than the one I just mentioned, but television experts say that moving Ring of Honor to 11 p.m., following TNA's Impact Wrestling, will now cut their audience in half. Not a good sign for Ring of Honor, as the network only has them signed to a deal until the end of 2015. This comes as a surprise to many, as the general consensus was when Ring of Honor signed with Destination America last month, that it would be Impact getting the boot from the network. Time will tell in this interesting scenario for ROH. Former TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bully Ray appears to be gone from TNA just as quickly as he returned. His appearance on Impact a few weeks ago was the start of his character's run as TNA's new on-screen authority figure. At the recent Impact tapings this past week, alleged speculation of his whereabouts among the roster became the buzz at Universal Studios Soundstage 20. When it was revealed he was no longer a member of the TNA roster, conflicted reports had surfaced. On one hand, it's speculated that he left due to the state of affairs in TNA being so out of control that he couldn't associate himself with the company and he decided to quit. On the other hand, it's being speculated that he, like the majority of the roster, is not under contract but being paid per appearance. Therefore, he couldn't have quit if he was employed by TNA. And with that being said, reports out are saying his storyline was meant to be a short-term scenario that only required him to appear in a handful of shows, and his storyline, which was taped weeks in advance, has concluded. Whatever the case may be, it looks as if Bully Ray is once again a free agent. 
Sky Italia in Italy is the company that broadcasts WWE television and pay-per-views, has confirmed via their Facebook page that they were informed by WWE that SummerSlam this year will run four hours. The company's Facebook page also noted that SummerSlam will start at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means the kickoff show will start at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This could mean either the matches will get more time on the card, or they could be making time for a musical act to perform. Judging from past experience with most wrestling fans, news of a musical act at a pro wrestling event is grounds for excessive keyboard rioting and WWE Network subscription cancellations that will be renewed in a short period of time. If not, the following day, they canceled the the subscription to begin with. And on a side note, WWE just sent out a press release just a little while ago before we went on the air confirming the news that SummerSlam is going to be a four-hour pay-per-view extravaganza. In our fourth story, current Tough Enough judge Daniel Bryan was on a media tour last week promoting his new book, Yes. During one of his multiple interviews, it was revealed by Bryan himself that he has been medically cleared to return to in-ring action. The catch here is he's not been cleared by WWE doctors. The doctor who cleared Bryan is out of Phoenix, Arizona, and was the official physician for this year's NFL Super Bowl held at the University of Phoenix Stadium. Brian also revealed that he's not sure if WWE medical personnel will ever clear him to return, but he still plans on returning to in-ring action. He spoke of the rumors of his condition, with it not being a neck issue, but his latest absence was due to a concussion he suffered two days after WrestleMania 31 at a SmackDown taping in a match against Sheamus. Brian also stated that contrary to fans' opinions, WWE management is looking out for his health, and by no means is this the company's way of holding him back. He says that WWE wants him to return because he knows he makes them money, and he's an important part to their programming. Brian did finish by stating that he hopes to return around the Royal Rumble event, but even he thinks that's wishful thinking, considering the way WWE is handling his medical issues. Our fifth and final story this week, rounding out the day five, TNA announced this week that their annual Bound for Glory event will be held October 4th from the Cabarrus Arena, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, in Charlotte, North Carolina. The venue holds approximately 3,500 people. And one of the reasons why TNA is holding the event there is large in part due to the Hardy Boys being from that area, as well as Omega, an independent wrestling organization that was once known for producing talents such as the Hardys, Shane Helms, and Shannon Moore, which, by the way, has been recently resurrected by Helms and the Hardys. The organization has had great success running shows in the area, drawing crowds upwards to a few thousand people while turning away hundreds at the door. No doubt this year's event will see the Hardys play a major role. And there you have it, another informative edition of the verbally award-winning Day 5 News Report. Don't forget, 1640 PWPR on iTunes. Subscribe for free right now so you can hear this show and so many others. And if you'd like a transcript of tonight's Day 5 50 News Report, you can find it on the Ken Reedy Show Facebook page as well as the 1640 PWPR Facebook page. I'm Dave Rosenbluth reminding you that when it comes to reliable, no-bullshit wrestling reporting, I'm your guy. If you don't know, now you know. Good night, everybody. Good stuff, good stuff. And uh, let's get back into it because, uh, like, you know, it's – we're going to get to the phones in just a second, but uh, 
We're going to talk a little bit. I mean, Dave, you hit it before the break. Um, the, the WWE's response. And, and, you know, I'm there with you. I mean, it, it's such a, a ticklish situation in a sense that, you know, it's, it's a tape that, you know, I mean, Hogan's essentially being punished, and he's actually the victim here. You know, he was the one that was filmed without his knowledge. Um, but I get it why the WWE has to respond. And there are a couple my, a couple issues I have with, with the, the response of the WWE. I mean, I, I think the smart thing for the WWE was how quickly they were able to respond and how quickly they were able to, to do something. And they had to. They had to do something. Um, now, I, I 100% understand uh, him being pulled from Tough Enough. I, I get that. Um, I get him being pulled from all TV. Uh, I, I believe that if the WWE said that Hogan's on indefinite suspension um, and he's being pulled from TV upon further investigation, we'll see how we'll address this issue. Um, I, I think I think most people would have been okay with that. Um, I understand them pulling his merchandise uh, for a couple reasons. I mean, number one, uh, you have a guy that dropped the end bomb. Uh, there's this evidence, there's footage of him doing it, and uh, you don't want to be selling that sort of merchandise. Uh, at the same time, if he's suspended or fired. Uh, you don't want the criticism of, well, they, they got rid of Hulk Hogan, but they're okay profiting off of his name. So I understand that. And, you know, to be honest, like, I, I, get, I get him being fired. I, I think most people would have been okay if there was some sort of suspension. But I can, I can wrap my brain even around the, the thought to me, especially in 2015, uh, and the, the hypersensitive world we're living in. I, I get how the WWE... Uh, would think that they have to fire him at this point. Um, it's it's really the erasing of a legacy that I have a really difficult time with. And I think they've, you know, I talked to someone over the weekend who's in the wrestling business, who's a promoter, and, and he was saying that and it, was a, it was a good point that the WWE and the harshness of what they've done has almost brought more attention and more criticism towards their own company. Uh, then they would have if they kind of backed off a little bit. Uh, here's a guy that used a, a, a racial slur behind closed doors, a uh, 61-year-old father in a depressed state, uh, said some really nasty things. Uh, is that grounds to erase a man's legacy? I don't think so. Uh, and that's where the WWE uh, lost me. And I think they, they brought some undue attention to themselves. You know, I... I to me, if they didn't do that erasing of the legacy, you know, now they have that 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 footage of the backstage segment where uh, on on TV Vince McMahon dropped the end bomb. Um, it, it's one of those things where the WWE. I mean, there's a couple things. Number one, uh, and, and pro wrestling as a whole has not necessarily been the, the bastion of you know. Uh, racial equality, so to speak. I mean, there's always been some underlying uh, racist tendencies, if you will, in pro wrestling. Uh, you know, let's let's. I mean, there's, there's dozens of characters where we want to go back to Chief J. Strongbow, to Tonka, years back to Mexicans. I mean, the wrestling has a history of racial stereotypes and the characters. A nation of domination. Nation of domination. I mean, we can go on and on. And, you know, you can accept maybe all these, these racial stereotypes or characters. Okay, fine. But on the flip side, 
Wilson does not have the best lineage as far as minorities holding the top titles. And, you know, the, the WWE Championship, now, uh, you want to say they combine the two titles, now the lineage is the same? Uh, I, I don't say that. Uh, you know, there was the WWE Championship and the World Championship for, for some time. There are African-American champions that held the World Championship, but the only African-American that's held the WWE Championship is The Rock. I mean, he's half African-American. So between, like, sketches, characters, and, and championship lineages, uh, it's tough for me to look at the WWE and pro wrestling as a whole as now all of a sudden they're, they're the, the, the PC police, that they're, they're the ones that are going to, uh, you know, make sure that, that racial, you know, racial terms and tendencies and, and racist practices don't happen when there's a long history. And, and I do agree with this promoter I talked to that, you know, in erasing Hogan's legacy, uh, they brought some undue attention to to themselves, and uh, they've made this issue perhaps, uh, you know, more heated than, than it needed to be. I, I think, like you said, Dave, I, I think we all could accept that something had to happen. As much as Hogan really is the victim here in the sense that he was formed without his knowledge, uh, but he had to be punished in some way, shape, or form. The WWE is in the known situation. They had to do something. Um, you know, you brought up Mike Tyson. Well, let's go through the Hall of Fame. You know, you brought Tyson and Sonny. Uh, you know, Stone Cold has not been a, a choir boy. Uh, Jimmy Snooker, uh, his murder investigation is still open. Uh, you know, it just it, to go through and, and erase the man's legacy. I don't think anybody, even if you hate Hulk Hogan now, even if you think like, that he is 100% in the wrong, I don't think people would have looked at the WWE if they fired him, if they pulled his merchandise, they, they would have said, oh, my God, the WWE, they, they, they've done nothing unless they erase him from the Hall of Fame. That is not that is not a sufficient enough punishment. You need to erase him. I mean, it, it just it was overboard. It was extreme. Uh, I, I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe that that his name was not in the Hall of Fame. His picture is not there anymore. Um, and, and it's it's overkill. I mean, to give a guy uh, what Hogan did to give him essentially the Benoit treatment uh, is it, kind of silly. And I do agree with you, Dave. But I hope that's the case. That, that somewhere down the road, please. Uh, there will be a reconciliation uh, that Hogan will come back in the fold, uh, you know, that hopefully he'll be back on TV at some point and he'll get his standing ovation because, uh, you know, more people, you know, more wrestling fans than not uh, are on Hogan's side with this. And, and I think at some point uh, we're going to want to see him back in the WWE fold. But we really want to get your take. I mean, this is this is quite an issue that, that is a uh, uh, Really, it's ugly head. Uh, it's taken, uh, you know, it's dominated uh, not only the wrestling world, but, uh, you know, media in general. Uh, mainstream media has been covering it. Uh, I listen to Mad Dog Radio a lot on SiriusXM. Uh, Lance Meadow is doing a show on Friday afternoon. He was covering it, and he was getting calls, man. I mean, that's how nobody wanted to change the topic and go on to to sports, so they they wanted to stick with sports entertainment. So uh, it's out there. We want to get your take. Three seven eight eight nine eight one five is the number, and let's go out to the phones now because we got Anthony on the line. I've got blog talk. Thank you. There you are, Anthony. Are you there? I'm here. What's going on, guys? Not much. You know, it's it's uh, the the Hogan topic, the Hogan controversy. Uh, I'd like to hear your take on it. 
Absolutely. I'll get right into it. And I'll be honest with you. I, uh, when I initially, uh, you know, just a quick synopsis of how I heard it. I woke up in the morning, go on Facebook. I hear Hogan's erased from the WWE website. So naturally something must have happened. The first story I see about it, which was proven to be not true, was that he made all this derogatory statements about The Rock, which immediately I was like, F Hulk Hogan, whatever, because I'm a, as big of Hulkamaniacs as you guys are, that's how I am with The Rock. So I'm like, oh, he's saying that about The Rock. He's done. I, I'm done with Hulk Hogan. Then you find out that's not the case. And you still find out it is a racial issue, though. Um, I mean, in this climate, in the country right now, I mean, it, it's, like you guys are saying, it's it's a tough thing. To, it's almost like, like you said, where do you have, like, uh, a discussion about it, like a legit discussion, where it's not like, oh, you said that, you're a racist, or you said that, and you're on that side. It's, it's, there's such a divide in this country right now. And I think it starts at the top, but we don't need to get into that. But anyway, I look at it this way with Hogan. Um, is it the worst thing in the world what happened? No. I mean, part of it is, and, and I'm not as big of a Hulk guy as you guys are, and I understand that. But I'm almost desensitized to these guys messing up their legacies in sports and entertainment and everything. It happens all the time, steroids and baseball, you know, the NFL, I mean, all the stuff that's going on there is probably ten times worse than what's going on with Hogan. But you're almost desensitized to it because you're almost waiting for who's going to be next. And it, it it's kind of, it, it's almost heartbreaking in a way, but at the same time, as far as the WWE reaction stuff, I don't want to go into it too much because I am going to do a big debate with it with uh, King Firehawk on my show so I don't want to play in my hand because I don't want him to beat me in that one. But anyway, <laughs> it, it, this, WWE's response, I mean, what else could they do? Like, in a sense, they almost had to completely cut ties with them. When, when you look at what happened, and I, I understand the stuff with Trump. I, I almost don't even liken it to that because Trump just went out and said what he said. He didn't care what people thought about what he said. He just said it. And that's not the case with Hogan. Hogan said something that he thought was private that didn't end up being private. Um, I think he takes a hit because he knew about it, and he didn't get out in front of it. And if you're going to file a $100 million lawsuit against people, and oh. you know there's an elephant in the room, you've got to get out in front of that well, elephant. All right, you... all right, not to defend him, but that, that, footage, that audio footage was not supposed to be released until the trial. So... Somebody who had that footage, whether it be the, the, the porn site's attorney or whether it be the court, somebody leaked that footage. That wasn't supposed to come out until the but trial. In, the, in this world we live in, that always happens, though. You know, Jason Giambi went in front of a grand jury and testified that he was taking needles in his side and doing all these pills and doing all this other crap. And that was never supposed to be released. And what happened? You, I mean, you've got to be a little bit sm- – I'm just sorry. He – it's Hulk Hogan. He's been in the limelight for 30-plus years. You would think somebody like that would – somebody – he's got to have somebody in PR that would say, hey, listen, let's get out in front of this thing. I mean, maybe he, maybe he thought it wouldn't come out right away. I don't know. But I don't, personally, I like it more to, the, to the Donald Sterling. 
the the former owner of the Clippers, he was taped saying, you know, derogatory things, quote unquote racist things. It almost in the not in the same way as Hogan, but pretty similar. He was basically set up. And the NBA just they kicked the guy out of the league, made him sell his team. I mean he was eighty years old. There's I mean there's stories he may have dementia. I mean it's kind of it's kind of that's to me that's the more similar situation, and with the action the NBA took, you can almost see what the WWE is doing. The real issue behind all this is money. It's sponsors. The minute any of these companies these these are companies these are corporations. The minute they think they're going to lose a dollar from sponsors, they'll cut ties with anyone. And I think that's the major issue. I don't even think it's it's fan reaction or backlash or anything else the backlash is is all monetary it's all greed that the nba treated it that way the minute the minute one sponsor pulled pulled their sponsorship of the clippers they were like all right donald sterling's out we got to get rid of him and all these sponsors told the nba he's out or we're out and the wwe probably they you know they have a million lawyers they have vince mcmahon they these guys probably looked at this and said our sponsors are going to pull out on us unless we come down on him and we come down on him hard and we get out in front of it. And it's a good point. I mean, this country, you know, and people said before, you know, it's not black and white, it's green. I mean, we can talk, you know, about racism and everything else, but, like, the most important color in this country is green. Um, and, again, I get that. I understand all that, and I understand dissonance. So I just think erasing the legacy is, is where I think the WWE took it a little bit too far. I don't think, you know, I could, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm 100% wrong. But if, to me, if the WWE fired Hogan, uh, pulled all his merch, you know, disassociated themselves with them, and still had his picture in in the list of, of Hall of Famers, I, I, I have a hard time believing that a number of sponsors would have pulled out unless uh, they took his name out of the Hall of Fame. And I, that's what I think. And, again, I think there's like a backlash. I don't think the WWE would be experienced as much of a backlash if if they didn't do that. I think that's where people are really like, all right, I'm, you know, I think all of us. I mean, I'm, you know, Dave and I are both, you know, big Hulkamaniacs. Uh, we're, we're totally like, yes, the guy needed to be punished. If something had to happen, uh, I just think it, it, it was a big time overkill. Uh, as far as the Sterling comparison, I totally agree with you. The only difference I would say with, with Sterling, uh, over Hulk Hogan, uh, and why, like, you know, obviously sponsorship, but one of the things you could make the case for with Sterling is, is he's essentially running a company and he, Similarly, he's set up, I mean, similar circumstances, but you could make the case that him running a, a company, that if he's speaking like that, then perhaps he would have a racist tendencies as far as how he would treat his employees. Uh, so it's, it's it's a little bit different, but I guess it's it's similar in the sense that he was filmed, filmed uh, recorded without his knowledge and, uh, you know, was bounced out of a job essentially because of what he said behind closed doors. And I just, you know, right now in this country, whether it's a uh, you know, celebrity or anyone else, man, it's a dangerous time. I mean, everyone's got cell phones that can record anything. Everyone's got cameras, you know, and, uh, you know, you wind up joking around about something or venting about something or just being depressed and say something off color. You know, someone's got something that's recording you. Um, and it's, 
it's just it's it's a, it's scary times, you know. And then it, you know, who knows where this is going to go going forward. But uh, really good points, Sam. Yeah, and I, I couple quick, you know, real quick. I'll get in a couple more. You know, I, honestly, I'm almost I, I'm kind of surprised at how much support he's got. I'm kind of surprised by it. Um, only because with these hot button issues, it's almost like it usually goes the other way. And maybe it's just the passion of wrestling fans. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, it, that could be it. I mean, I have friends of mine that have been long-time Hulkamaniacs that were legit and almost in tears over this thing. And I, I actually got into one of them, got into it with one of them privately when I thought the situation had something to do with The Rock. And when, the story that I read, and I'm like, dude, if, if what he said about The Rock is true, he's done. I don't want to see him again. Thankfully, that wasn't the case. But the other the other aspect to this is, is this the end of it? Is it just what he said on on, on this tape, or is there a smoking gun somewhere? I, I kind of agree with what Dave said. If this is it, I think down the road he can get past it. It was a long time ago, like we said, a rough time in his life. Listen, the thing with sleeping with his friend's wife, I mean, you don't love it, but listen, everybody time of everybody makes mistakes when they're in a dark place and i think he could get past it but if it comes out that this was um kind of like his behavior up until the point where people found out about it and now he's saying it's not me he's gonna look like a fool um well, which is why i i agree with you guys he should stay off twitter he, he's got to well, get off that thing i mean yeah, the, the stuff he's retweeting i he in the end he's gonna burn himself because if something else comes out he he's cooked. He's done. Hulkamania yeah. is dead, and none of us want that. I hope that's not the case. I hope it was just one of those things where, you know, like you guys said, we all we all say things that we, we're not proud of when we're in. You know, maybe we had too much to drink, or we're in a bad mood, or whatever the case may be. So I hope it's just that. I hope that it's not like wildfire where every two weeks you have another. Well, back in 2011, Hogan said this, and he said this at a bar, and he did this, and he did that. Um, with the support he's getting, you, you don't, you would, you know, you would think it wouldn't be the case. So, I mean, I really hope this is almost get past this, go away for a little while, and then you know make your amends, do what you got to do, and then you come back, almost like a Don Imus, where he, you know, he said what he said, he got fired, he made amends, and then. He, he was back, and people almost forgive him for that now, you know. And I almost hope that's the case for Hogan. Well, you, you know, you, you brought up a lot of great points, Anthony. Um, what I what I take coming out of your statement, like you just mentioned, like could there be a smoking gun? I truly don't think there is, my personal opinion, only because of the outpouring of support he's gotten, not just from his fans, but from the people he worked with, colleagues of his. African-American colleagues, celebrities that are African-Americans that know Hulk Hogan that, that don't feel he is this person, you know. That's the difference between this and between other situations where you'd find people coming out of the woodwork telling stories just for, just for arguments like the Tiger Woods controversy years ago or even Donald Sterling or, 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 or even in some ways the Cosby incident where all these people are coming out of the woodwork. You don't hear of many people right now currently coming out of the woodwork saying that they have heard Hulk Hogan behave in this way in front of them. Um, you, you, you hear nothing but support for him. So I, I, I truly believe he will get past it. It may take some time, but it, it's, it's not the end for him. 
No, I think you're right. And I, that's kind of what I was getting at. It's almost like when you see the outpouring of support, you know, people who actually know him, who've been around him, you know, again, you never know with this stuff, but I hope almost like, listen, the, the last thing we want to do as uh, show hosts and wrestling fans and all that other stuff is talk about these. Th- this is almost a political issue. You know what I mean? And you almost yeah. don't want to get into that stuff. So exactly. you would hope that, you know, you get past this, you know, you know, when the next story comes out, when the next guy messes up or whatever happens or, God forbid, something worse, and the media moves on to something else, you almost hope you get past it and then down the road, you know, may, you know maybe Hogan, you know, goes out on his own and, and, and um, makes amends in his own way and, uh, you know, proves to the world that, Hey, it was just uh, it was just a bad time in my life, you know. It, it was stupid. I'm sorry. It was a bad time in my life. You you hope you hope for that. And listen, it's 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 America. It's the land of second chances. I mean, so let let's hope it goes in that direction. So we're not discussing this again in two months when another story comes out. That would be to me. That would just be kind of deflating. You know what I mean? I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping this is this is it, and uh, you know, it's it's a you know, it's a time I think to, to to move forward, to move past, and hopefully, you know, I agree. Like Hogan's got to get off social media, uh, go away, take care of the lawsuit, get that squared away, and uh, you know, hopefully down the road, uh, you know, this blows over. I mean, it, you know, Hogan's a guy now that I'm sure he's really concerned about his legacy, but you got to concentrate on one thing at a time and get this lawsuit over and done with. And then uh, move forward and hopefully uh, be back in the fold uh, down the road of peace. Anthony, great stuff as always. Uh, looking forward to next week talking a little more in-ring action. So I look forward to talking to you next week, man. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully we can talk some wrestling and uh, take care. Thank you, brother. Thanks, brother. It's interesting, Dave, because, you know, I mean, it's a good point. I, you know, above, like, all other, like, celebrities, where, like, I mean, it, it is, like, the era of the scandals, you know. Um, this has been an intriguing one because um, not a lot of stuff coming out uh, negative. I mean, you got that, you know, that dope Scott Steiner that's got to come out and say, you know, she got told she's a bad guy. Uh, but for the most part, uh, like, anyone cares what Scott Steiner thinks. But for the most part, um, the... the the, the the theme of uh, people coming out from the business has been one of support. Uh, people coming out supporting Hulk Hogan fans, colleagues, um, and and it's it's intriguing because it's you know it's it's very different than a lot of other scandals. And I do think that partially, I mean, number one, it everything that's happening, it, it's it's coming off as, like, for whatever reason, a borderline smear campaign uh, to just uh, diminish, discredit, uh, just undo the Hogan legacy. And, and I do think, to a certain extent, the overreaction of WWE of, of completely erasing them has, has really garnered a lot of sympathy from fans and colleagues. And uh, like, like Anthony had said, you hope that there's nothing else. You hope that this is it. Um, but it's been intriguing to see how the, 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 most of the responses, I mean, you hear celebrities, celebrities fall down all the time, and everybody just wants to pile on. I mean, that is what, what has happened in this country. Uh, we just love, we love a good scandal. And as soon as that scandal breaks, we, we are just ready to pile on. I, I knew he was like that. I don't trust him anyway. It's much different right now with Hulk Hogan. It's been interesting to see how much sympathy he's gotten. 
it's much more interesting to publish um, hate and scandal than it is to publish positivity. I mean, we live in a society where you watch the news and you can't really find a very positive story on the on your local nightly news. It's whether it's a murder, or it's a car accident, it's a, a, a natural disaster due to the weather, it's the politics that uh, that, that embroil that. It, you know, take over the, 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 the landscape of our country. I mean, there really isn't a whole lot of positive in the news. And my point being is that, you know, it's much, it's easier to, to promote the, the, the bad because it's the juicier stuff. It's the more entertaining stuff, like you said, piling it on. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, a point I wanted to bring up earlier that you mentioned, you talked about the, 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 the negative attention that WWE has, um, kind of put on themselves. Uh, one interesting fact that I in my head when when thinking when when thinking about this whole situation and we you and I talked about it in private Ken about how they should just kind of treat everybody across the board the same way um, when it comes to situations like this and, and not you know play their favorites uh, depending on who it is that gets in trouble but um, I remember a few months ago there was a certain individual who is the current WWE World Heavyweight Champion that had a um, a couple of pictures, uh, explicit photos of him revealed um, unknowingly to him, and then a few months later he gets awarded the WWE Championship. Whatever happened to him? Whatever happened to that situation? I mean, I I, I just think that like they they reacted so quickly. To try to distance themselves, that they went overboard, and now they get the backlash of the audience, like myself, like remembering this situation, or like you said, Vince McMahon in the skit with John Cena and Booker T using the N word, or, 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 or other other instances that have, that can be seen as something um, unflattering and not very positive to the public image that is WWE. I just don't understand why um, certain situations get handled differently. Um, depending on who is the one that's committing the offense. Yeah, you know, it's funny you said that because, uh, you know, it, and it's, it's, it's interesting because it's, uh, it's a similar situation. Um, but the, the, the big difference with, with uh, Mr. Rollins as opposed to Hogan is Rollins knew he was taking the picture. Um, you know, he didn't want it to be released, obviously, but he, he knew he was taking the picture. Um, and, and his punishment is getting the WWE championship. So, uh, uh, it's intriguing, and again, though, it's it's the climate in this country right now, and, and I don't mean, my biggest problem right now in this country uh, with, with racism and how it's being handled is it's it's become, and I said it earlier, it's a borderline witch hunt right now. Uh, they just want to catch people being racist, and, and, and I don't think we're really combating racism. I don't think, you know, I don't think because Hulk Hogan's legacy was erased from the WWE, that people that have hateful thoughts and hateful opinions that are, are racist, that think minorities are inferior, I don't think we, we change their minds. I don't think we did anything to, to further the cause, so to speak. Um, it's just, I agree, let's, let's tear down another celebrity and label him racist. And, and to me, like what's going on in this country right now is it, it's serving to be more divisive uh, than uniting us. Uh, it's not helping at all, and uh, you know it, it's it's about time we actually like started you know 
to get away from this idea in this country of a sensationalistic activism and, and really get back to some true activism and then, you know, tearing down someone's legacy, um, you know, it, it's not, it's not helping anybody. Uh, Gawker leaking this stuff. It's like, all right, good for you. Do you feel, be- do you feel better about yourselves? Uh, it's, it's just, it's a scary time in this country. How, uh, how sensationalistic uh, the, the media is and the news is, um, and, and it's just it's it's a really crazy time period. And I'm glad I'm glad actually that there is a lot of sympathy out there for Hogan because maybe we could start to move past um, all all this this hate and just uh, you know maybe attack actually the real racism that goes on in this country and and not you know the the false stuff that's going on. And that uh, let's go back out to the phones. Because uh, we have to be a little bit on hold for a little while, and we're going to go out because we got uh, Rocky who's on the line. Rocky, are you there? I am here, Ken. What's going on? Not much. How are you doing this evening? Doing fine, doing fine. Hearing all this uh, Hogan chatter ever since that news broke, uh, finding it quite disheartening. Uh, just a, a couple of points, and all, all points made so far have been pretty much on the money. I, I'm just, honestly, I'm not happy with WWE right now and their overreaction, in my opinion. Um, I can absolutely see them needing to distance, distance themselves from this situation. You want to find Hogan? Fine. If you want to fire him, okay, I get that. But to try to erase the history of a man who pretty much carried the sport on his shoulders for so many years. And essentially, uh, in in my view, giving him the Benoit treatment and making, saying something very stupid can't amount to murdering your family. You know, I think going to Dave's point earlier, you know, media has become so sensationalistic and just so everyone, everybody is looking for that train wreck to point to and say, look at that train wreck. Isn't that train wreck cool? Or just stare at it. You know, it, it, it really, to, in my opinion, is evidence of lazy, uh, lackadaisical journalism. Because you can't make a compelling story about something that maybe is not so bad, maybe something good news. You know, now we're just going to take some the most horrible thing you can possibly hear today, and that's the big story. It, it's really disappointing, Ken. Yeah, it, it, it's just tough to take because it's not it's not real news anymore, um, and, and it's really it's you know whether you know I said it's, it's a racist witch hunt or if it's a racist witch hunt or it's just a you know tear down a celebrity kind of witch hunt or whatever it is. Um, but it's 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 frightening. It's it's the lowest form of journalism. Um, and, and who knows? I mean, maybe it would be great if everything that happened to Hulk Hogan wound up being like a benchmark moment, and like you know, us as a people, uh, you know, started to just just say like we're disgusted with this. We this is not what we want to see anymore out of our news. Uh, this is not, you know, where we want our country to be. Um, you know, and, and we can talk as much as we want on, on what politicians and what side. It was it the Democrats or Republicans. Is it leadership? You know what? It, it's everybody. All right? This country right now with the way we're dealing with an issue like this is just, it's, it's absurd. 
and, and, and it's just, again, serving to be more divisive. And, and who knows? I mean, maybe this, you know, like I said, the Hulk Hogan thing, it, it's coming off as a borderline smear campaign. Uh, they're just looking to tear this guy down. It's, it's like they gleefully, you know, the Inquirer gleefully loves to, you know, write the story about, you know, how Hulk Hogan, you know, in his underwear, in a sex tape, was spouting off racist remarks. And, and it's just silly. He's a 61-year-old man that made a mistake behind closed doors. That's what happened. Um, and we want, you know, the news and the media and everyone else wants to make a bigger deal out of it. Uh, that proves this sheer stupidity. And, and it's about time that these, these news items and, and stop being covered in this way. Uh, in, in essence, Hulk Hogan was a victim in this. He was the one that was recorded without his knowledge. Uh, he was a depressed guy who was going through a lot of bad shit at the time, and he's being waked over the clothes now for it. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad that he's getting a lot of sympathy, and, and I just hope it just it stops. Uh, I'm just tired of this. And, uh, you know, it hits home a little bit more because uh, yeah, Hogan's my guy. Uh, you know, I mean, no bones about it. He's, he's always been my favorite. Uh, so it, it, it hurts a little bit more, but I, I think as a whole, I, I, I can't be the only one. I think we're all just kind of tired of, of what's going on in, in the media. I mean, I don't know you, Rocky, but I, I, I didn't watch the news. I, I can't. I can't even news anymore. It's it's uh, it, it's you know, newscasters don't even uh, give the news uh, you know objectively anymore. It's uh, you know, it's uh, it's opinions, it's speculations, it's sensationalism. It's uh, you know, hashtag this like on the news. Um, and it's just gotten downright silly in this country and that, you know, I, I hopefully we can, we can move forward and, 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 you know, maybe grow as a people and stop by, you know, we're just, I don't know, I feel like we're just a bunch of immature babies at this point. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Ken, you know, and I'm, I'm also appreciative of, of the show of support. Like you said, for, from a, a large contingent of the African-American community that are we're actually Hogan's co-workers. We're actually people that work with the man and know the man as a person. You know, it, it, it goes again to that thing. How well do you know someone after a 30-second, you know, soundbite? Yeah, I mean, again, like getting back to, you know, and I'm sure, and I, you know, I'm not going to ask you to tell us, the right, but Rocky, like I'm sure we've all said things behind closed doors we're not proud of. We've all said things, whether whether it's, uh, you know, I'm sure we've all been in arguments behind closed doors that, God forbid, if that transcript got out, we'd look like monsters. Things happen. <laughs> things get the better of us. You know, it, it, it happens. Um, you know, thank God I haven't been filmed or, or you know, transcripts of my arguments have got, gotten out. I, I mean, you know, it's just... I, and, and, and to, to again to, to destroy a man's legacy based on what was said behind closed doors, it just it, it gets a little bit silly to me. It, it's just getting it, it's it served no purpose but to just really damage uh, a 16 year old man's life legacy, and that's all you accomplished. Yeah, you know, and especially speaking, you know, another another thing that people don't really, you know, and be it like, be it that people's attention spans have just have not grown that much or have actually gotten shorter. You know, people refuse to take the context of what they hear. 
because they're, you know, and again, I am in no way justifying what Hogan said. How There are factors, however, that you can look at. A, was the man drunk? B, the man was talking about his daughter, and I can say as a step, uh, not even as a full parent, just as a step parent, you always scrutinize anyone who goes out with your child. That is, I don't care if the guy rides in on a white horse with, with a bag of money in one hand and the deed to a mansion in another hand, you're, you're going to find something you don't like about him. And like you said, behind closed doors, you might expound on that feeling. And God, like you said, God forbid, in some cases, if that you know secret recording ever came out, Sure, you know, I can take a 30-second, you know, 45-second soundbite and probably make anyone look like a complete and total asshole. 100%, man. We all have it. We all have that, those moments in our lives where we weren't proud of uh, what we did or said, and, and that's, you know, none of us would want those moments to get out there and to, you know, to kind of move past that period in his life and then have this, like, brought up again. It's it's just, it, it just seems like it's it's purely, it's not even, like, in, in an attempt to, to shine the light on, you guys need to know that, that Hulk Hogan's a racist. It's it's just, it's, it's vengeful, it's, it's petty, it, it's just almost gawker, like, all right, fine, you know, you're, you're going to sue us, um, you know, we're going to release this audio, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it, it's really kind of crappy. And, and uh, you know, I do agree. Uh, you know, Anthony brought up a good point uh, in a previous call that you would think that that Hogan, uh, you know, could have gotten out in front of this. Uh, maybe he doesn't sue, uh, knowing that uh, you know what he may have said. But to your point, Rocky, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what state of mind Hogan was in? Who knows? Does he even remember it? I mean, could he have been hammered? Uh, in that moment, you know, could he have not been in his right mind and, and didn't even remember like some of the stuff that was said that night? Uh, you know, who knows? Again, I, I just I'm hoping that you know at some point this lawsuit is settled, uh, Hogan can move past it, and then hopefully down the road a piece, as as Dave you pointed out, we get to see Hogan uh, back in the WWE fold in some way, shape, or form. Good points as always, Rocky. I look forward to uh, talking to you next week. All right, guys, take care. And let's go back out to the phones because we got the one only Mike Fries on the line. Mike, how are you doing this evening? Well, how about you guys? How's everything going? Doing all right. What's up with you? All right. Well, let's talk about let's talk about um, you know the smoking guns, Billy and Bart. Is that all we were talking about? I heard Anthony talk about the smoking. He said something about there's a smoking gun. I didn't know if it was maybe Sunny. How about Sunny? Either Billy Bart or Sonny. One of those smoking guns. No, I, I, come on, Mike. We're, we're talking about the Hogan thing. Uh, what's your take on it? What do you think? Well, another thing, by the way, just to let Anthony know, I cannot stand The Rock. I think The Rock sucks. All right? And I'm tired. You know, he's not the first person to, to say that about about The Rock. You know, The Rock is not that great to me. And, and you know, anybody can throw a rock bottom and, a, and, a, and, he, and he could use a, a people's elbow and he could use a, a sharpshooter. I mean, that's ridiculous. But anyway, Hulk Hogan to me, Hulk Hogan to me, yeah, the, the man made a mistake. But you know what? He shouldn't be erased. Like, like he shouldn't be erased. I mean, give me a break. You want to fire him? Fire him. You want to suspend him? Suspend him. But but don't don't take away. Um, you know. And of course, you're going to cut his merchandise. 
But I, I just think it's a little bit ridiculous. I mean, there's so many other things going on there with with it. I mean, and McMahon's not – everyone knows McMahon's not clean himself, so – you know, I mean, Mr. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 you know, I, I, I think it's really hard, like, as wrestling fans. It seems that, you know, we're all, like, you know, and it's funny. I mean, like, you know, we don't get enough credit as, as fans. I think we're, we're all kind of logical enough that we all think that Hogan needed to be punished. Uh, we're okay with the WWE uh, letting him go. Uh, we understand why they would let him go, especially uh, the, the climate of the country and the climate of the world in 2015. I think we're all okay with that. Uh, we're all okay with, you know, the merchandising being cut, especially, you know, you know for a fact that if the WWE just fired Hogan and continued to sell his shirts, that one of the criticisms would be, well, you, you fire the guy, but you're still profiting off of it his image and his merchandise and his likeness. So I get that. It's just the erasing of the legacy where I think most wrestling fans, as well as people who are not, you know, diehard wrestling fans, look at that and they're like, you know, that's where you crossed over. That's where it was overkill. That's where the WWE made the mistake. And that's where now, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, the WWE had to release a statement about that backstage sketch where uh, McMahon dropped the end bomb. And, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, again, and that was a sketch, it was farcical, it was supposed to be humorous, but it is what it is. Yeah, you had a white guy dropping the end bomb. Um, you know, so it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, the WWE and wrestling as a whole, uh, and, and I think at some point in time, you know, maybe, you know, racism in wrestling could be a whole other show. Uh, but, you know, there's always been that, that kind of feel in, in pro wrestling. There's always been... Um, uh, you know, maybe not the, you know, like they said, ethnic stereotypes used as characters. Um, so well, for them like, like becoming... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Like Farouk calling people Uncle Toms. I mean, and the whole Ahmed Johnson and Farouk thing. And the whole, the whole, you know, the whole racist, you know, with the, with the Heart Foundation uh, and stuff like that doing stuff and DX doing stuff in, 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 in spray painting all these words and stuff in the attitude in what's now called the attitude era. But it was a lot of, a lot of it was racial. Oh, a lot of it was racially. But when you talk about Hogan, you know, it's just amazing that, that one somebody somebody I know really, really well, he was like he asked me because I was watching a lot of the I, I am doing the SummerSlam. You know, I watch a lot of SummerSlam stuff. And you know, I think it's a cool thing to do when 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 I'm sitting there and, and a fan starts talking to me about Oh well, isn't it? Isn't it? For instance, the match where, you know, it was um, you know Bruce the Barber Beefcake, uh, in a handicap match uh, against uh, Zeus and Macho, and I'm like, really? You're gonna, you're just gonna erase Hogan's legacy like that? I mean, and then someone asks me if they're gonna take Hogan off the network. You know what? If they're gonna take Hogan off the network. They might as well take Chris Benoit off the network. And they might as well take Sonny off the network. And they might as well take Scott Hall off the network. And Jake the Snake Roberts off the network. Stone Cold Steve Austin off the network. Vince McMahon off the network. They might as well take Bischoff off the network. Take everybody negative and get rid of them. Linda McMahon, get rid of her off the network. Donald Trump, make him not a Hall of Famer no more. Get rid of every, everything negative associated. And then you guys were talking about Hogan shouldn't tweet. You know what? Hogan should tweet. Hogan should drop the leg and tweet. Hogan's got many supporters. I ran into an old wrestler that was telling me 
how great Hogan was with them, how he used to tell them, Mr. you know, what do you want to do tonight, he would tell them. And he was the world champion. And the wrestler told me that Hogan treated him very nice, with respect, always, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And you know what? That was Kamala. So you know what? I am. I, it, it just goes on and on and on with this whole thing. You know what? You want to fire him? I understand that. But you know what? Don't erase the legacy of Hogan just because. And you know what? He wasn't in his right state of mind. He even, he even said it in his book. He even said it in his book he wasn't in his right state of mind. But you know what? I, I, I agree with exactly what you guys are saying. You know what? And I, and I think he should sue. I think he should continue to sue Gawker. I think they're nothing but a bunch of morons. And you know what? If I was him, I would sue WWE. And you know what? A wrongful suit against them. I mean, I, I hope moving again. I hope this blows over. But I mean, it brings up an excellent point. I mean, Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame, and, and you know, he's all that you know controversy as of late. So I mean, it, it is. You know, again, the the the, uh, the punishment went a little too far. Uh, erasing the guy's legacy, uh, you know, punishment needed to happen. Yeah, I get it. Uh, erasing his legacy, it just, you know, Hogan's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer for what he did uh, in the wrestling world. And, and to to pull him out of the Hall of Fame like this, and, and you know, they never made an announcement they pulled him out. It's just his image isn't there. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But it is... Um, it's something where I think the WWE, uh, you know, a little bit overkill. Because we go, we go on and on. And I mean, I'm sure we could probably go through half the guys in the Hall of Fame and find, you know, much worse uh, egregious offenses uh, from from those guys as opposed to what Hogan did. So, Mike is always Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Hey, how about Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson gave a Mike Tyson gave, went up there and gave a a, a funny speech about all the stuff that he was talking about when he did this, he got fired, he did this, he got fired, he did this, and then he starts making fun of, may he rest in peace, not making fun, but making light to Dusty Rhodes and what Dusty Rhodes looked like. And you know what? That whole thing was racist. And people were like, holy cow. I can't believe Mike said it, but you know what they said? That's Mike Tyson. This this Hulk Hogan thing is just it's just ridiculous and and this and and it's not gonna end and 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 it's 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 sad. But if you only knew my father and again, Brooke Hogan had to write a whole poem, which it really it was so funny when I read the whole thing. It was so long and I I said wow. I said she could have just did it maybe a couple. Uh, she could have shortened it just for a little. Yeah, but I did think you know it was something that it was it was very poignant. It was. Uh... You know, something that was, uh, you know, it was, it was um, you know, uh, a daughter talking about her, her father and, and his, his uh, legacy. And, uh, you know, it's got to be tough for her. Um, and I'm just checking. I'm looking on the, the website. So Donald Trump's image is still, in fact, in the Hall of Fame. So uh, go figure, WWE. Anyway, my how does, how calling, does his hair look, by the way? I love his hair. I love the Donald. I love the I love the, the Donald hair. Hey, by the way, I know I'm I'm up against the time, but I just gotta I got gotta say something. I was I was listening to Woo Woo, Na- Woo Nation. I love Woo Nation, and Woo and, and Rick's guest was 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 uh, what do you call it? Kevin Sullivan, and I love I love the the fact that he rips the honky tonk. If you guys have a chance to listen to it, he rips the honky tonk man, Rick Flair, and he says. The honky-tonk man was a horrible worker, and he couldn't play the guitar. 
And I and I laughed so hard that I'm like, holy cow! And then today on my on my Facebook on my face on my Facebook, I'm seeing a lot of stuff about the honky tonk man stealing uh, stealing the gimmick of the Patriot. And I'm like, holy cow! And now the honky tonk man's in scrutiny. So maybe he'll never make the whole thing. All right. Good stuff. We're out of the way. Again, so it's ready to go. Hopefully next week we'll talk a little bit more wrestling and get the stuff behind us. As always, thanks for calling, Mike. No problem. Have a good night, guys. Bye-bye. Take it easy. You got it. And there you have it, Mike. Uh, you know, for the most part, almost stayed on topic, but uh, a, little, a little bit of extra in there. But, uh, yeah, David, I mean, I, you know, I, I just keep hoping uh, – you know, that we get to a point where, you know, with I mean, I'm hoping down the road a piece uh, we're, we're doing a show where, uh, you know, they just announced that Hogan's going to be on Monday Night Raw, and uh, we're talking about that. Uh, you know, when I thought of the, the, the days, or, you know, I think about the show, um, and I think about, well, what if we ever do a show uh, centering around Hogan for the entire show, uh, this is the last thing I thought I'd be talking about. Yeah, it's 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 a topic that we've not gotten into and discussed on our show, um, and uh, I, I was very I was very surprised that this happened and that we would be discussing this. But um, you know, we we got through it. Um, yeah, like you said, Ferrara's call was a little uh, all over the place, but um, you know, thanks to the callers with their respected opinions. Same to you, Mike Ferrara. Respect your opinion as well, and uh, you know, let's move on from all this. Yeah, I mean, I, I just hope we can move on. And I do think, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a time just to forgive, man. I mean, he made a mistake. Uh, I, I think Hogan uh, regrets the mistake. I think he regrets what he said. Um, you know, whether it's time for him to hit some sensitivity training or whatever it is. I mean, you know, when you when you hear him talk, you know, now and he does interviews, I mean, it felt like he moved past that dark place. Hopefully we can come out of this um, because ultimately we're fans, and and ultimately for all of us, uh, you know, this is a tough pill to swallow on on a lot of different levels. And I'd like to think, and I'd like to hope that in deep down inside Hulk Hogan, he's not a racist. He just was someone who said something very hurtful, and hopefully we're able to move past that and uh, move forward. Uh, yeah, callers, great, great with your calls. Enjoy Monday Night Raw tonight. Uh, we'll be back. Hopefully, talking more wrestling next week. For Dave, I am Ken. Good night, everybody.